Hey, 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 it's your girl, Audra Richardson with Lovingly Like a Queen. I am so excited to have my guest here today with me, Lakeisha Michelle. She is amazing. Thank you, Lakeisha, for being here with us today. You are so welcome. Thank you for having me. Yes, Lakeisha, um, if you are not following her, you should follow her on social media, on YouTube. She is an author. She's a speaker. She's a teacher. And what I love about Lakeisha is she is always just going to bring life to every conversation, right? She brings the word. She's going to make you laugh. She's going to crack a joke and you may even cry, okay? You're going to do all of that in the conversation. And so Lakeisha, um, I know when I first met you, mm-hmm. it was at the voice, uh, was it a uh, voice, the voice conference with Nick, uh, Nikki Speaks, Nikki Shepard. Yes. And And so that was the first time like we actually got to meet face to face. Mm -hmm. I've been following you all this time. I even worked behind the scene with her and scheduling appointments. And I I think I briefly spoke to you, but I remember meeting you. And before you hit the the stage, you were serving Lisa. Mm -hmm. You were serving her, not just, you know, wanting to be in the room and wanting to, you know, I'm friends with Lisa, but what I enjoyed most was watching you serve. And so I know you're a PK. I'm a PK. We are the babies of our family. And so if we don't learn anything else, we learn how to serve, right? (laughs) We're going to serve people. And so can you tell me, being a PK, Mm -hmm. being the baby of the family, Mm -hmm. and now as a grown-up, you are serving the people in your tribe, you're serving Lisa Nichols. What is it like? What's most important about serving to you? You know, um... I would say that, and it is so true because as a a preacher's kid, Mm -hmm. um, so I grew up, Audra, in church 24-7. We was at church all the time. So, I mean, time doors open. When doors weren't open, we had to go clean the church and go do like, we were always at the church. And so it builds, you naturally, you don't even look, I don't even look at a lot of the serving that I do because it's how I'm built. So I have to be mindful now because Sometimes I go to serve and people are like, what are you doing? Because it's like, you're so ingrained um, to help others. And so I definitely can say that service is a part of my family's culture. Everybody is a minister, a preacher's wife, a Sunday school teacher, a praise director or something. And so what happens is, you know, we would go to school and then we would go home. And at home, I saw my mom serve my dad. I saw my mom serve us. Like she literally, my dad she ironed his clothes for the week she prepped the house she had meal plans already mapped out so we knew we was eating don't ask for nothing extra like she ran (laughs) she ran she served us Mm -hmm. and our we had a very cosby situation inside the home because of my mom and the way she served her family and then when we got to church she made sure i was always up under some older woman so, you know, Mama Annie and Mama Pierce and, you know, Sister Houston and all these women who every time I think about them, it feels like this because they okay. would just take me under their wing, mm-hmm. but I was always serving them. Like, you know, I would be, they might say, come ride with me somewhere, but I was holding their bags, doing whatever. So it is definitely ingrained into who I am. Um, so that shaped me. So then it was, it didn't, when I met someone like Elisa Nichols or Steve Harvey, whoever I was around, my reflex is service. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what happens is the importance of it, I can honestly say every blessing that I've had that has been a pivotal one, 
typically came because I was being of service. I said, just because I was, because it's how I catch the ball, you know? Like you see something happen and you just go to help, you know? And mm -hmm. so um, I remember when I, I was at an event serving, somebody else's iPad didn't work. I went and I'm like, I'll help you with it. So I go do the little thing to help them on the iPad. That person ended up blessing me, mm -hmm. you know, with when I decided to sell everything and move to California, she opened her home to me. She have her house is like a million dollar house, you know, jacuzzi, sauna, all this. She let me rent the room downstairs and then eventually just was like, you can have it. Just be here, live here. Wow. So I go to California. Some people sell all their stuff and they go to California and they struggle it out. I'm mm -hmm. in a, I'm in a million dollar house wow. <laughs> because of service. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's serving is important. And a lot of times people be like, well, I'm not, you know, it's weird because there's, there's an energy behind it. Like I'm not nobody's slave or something mm -hmm. like that. And, um, which is why you have to have the Holy spirit because God will quicken in your spirit who you should be helping. Absolutely. And when you do things out of, when you do things without being led, you put yourself in a position to be used and to be hurt and to be, you know, when you're not constantly connected and hearing from God, you will serve somebody at church who maybe you missed something in their character that was, you know, something you need to watch for. And then they do something. And then we end up saying, God did this or God. Did. And it's like, no, it was a person who was being a human that was in the facility of a church. Now you have a bad view versus like being spirit led. So trusting God to show you who to serve. Mm -hmm. And, and when you serve, you don't serve to get right serve because christ served us you know we serve because that's just i mean i know i went bible but it's like that's what i believe that's how i'm mm -hmm. taught so everything you do you always want to help people even if it's just opening holding the door for somebody at a grocery store that's your nature you're supposed to have a character where you're, you're you are helping people you need to be a helper one to another person you know so that's just it's important my most pivotal moments in my life is i got a door opened because i got favor with man because I serve them. Because you serve. Mm -hmm. I agree. I, I would agree 100%. Um, when people, you know, ask me, Audra, how'd you get to this point in your life? And how'd you get here? I serve. No matter what situation I was in, no matter what season I was in, I find a way to serve people, to give back. And one of the things that my mother always say, you should love people and serve them. Mm -hmm. love love people and so I've heard you talk about that even in conversations I think um Keisha you always turn conversations into your tribe and cash and I know you say that um I heard you say that and I even saw that on your website you take conversations and you turn people that you're talking to into your tribe you also mm -hmm. turn into money and I think that is a gift everyone yes. is not able to do that to use their mouth to speak what it is people need and so can you talk a little bit about that and how you have turned the, the conversations um, in whatever environment that you're in? Yeah, I, that? it is a gift I'm realizing. <laughs> like, it's like, you know, at the beginning, I didn't think about it because it was just, it's an extension, it's just a natural thing. Mm -hmm. um, but then once I started, so my background is in cosmetology. Mm -hmm. And I remember being a kid watching, you know, Whitney Houston sing that national. I would never forget that because I was sending a girl, my mom and them had one of them old dressers, <laughs> them old brown dresses, right? Little TV sitting on there. And I just remember I was doing something, cleaning up or something. And I looked up and I'm like, I was just, I would just remember being right up on the TV. Like, and at that time I was doing hair and I was doing, 
Um, and I was singing in church 24 seven, right? So I was like, well, if hair don't work, I'm doing what she doing. You know, I'm like, I'm gonna be, you know, with the mic. Mm -hmm. and, and my whole life, even when I think about myself in my little bedroom at my mama house, mm -hmm. my, my room's still there, right? It's like, <laughs> I was always in the mirror talking to people. So it was no people there, <laughs> but I was right. always talking. And it naturally, I think that you, as people listening, I think you need to really pay attention to what your strengths are. We're so good at looking at our weaknesses I don't know how to sell. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this. You know, I got a new business opportunity that I'm getting into and someone was talking to me and all they talked about was what could go wrong. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I, like, it's just what good, here's, I know my strengths. Mm -hmm. So even the people that were trying to sell me the opportunity, I was laughing because they focused on why it wasn't selling and why they were trying to give me a deal. And every reason they said it wouldn't sell for me, I was like, oh, those are my strong points. But see, I know my strong points. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to talking to people, um, I think people put too much, like when you realize that in order to, for example, do hair, you got to talk to somebody about what you, what kind of hair you know how to do. Mm -hmm. When you talking about a podcast, you want, you got to talk to somebody or you're just going to be talking, you know, to an audience or you're going to interview people. There's a, you got to use your mouth. Mm -hmm. You know, when you look at needing help for something, you know, maybe you want to get a grant or maybe you want to get a loan. You got to talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. So wisdom says that you need to pay attention to the conversations that you're having and, you know, and leverage, like, it's not a bad thing. Everything happens for, because of conversation. Mm -hmm. And so now your goal is to pay attention to, okay, I'm really good at having conversations. And really that's when it comes to business, that's the meat of everything. If I want to sell these earrings, I'm going to talk to you about it. Right. If I want to sell this shirt, I could talk to you about it. If I want to, you know, tell you about some business opportunity with network marketing, I'm going to talk to you about it. And so then you just got to ask the quality question. What do I need to say so that Audra can make a decision of yes or no? Mm -hmm. I need to give her enough information so that she can choose if she wants to do the thing or not. So, you know, I realized that early on, like I'm really good at telling people about whatever I'm excited about. Mm -hmm. And that's the key. I ain't talking about nothing that I'm not excited about. So it's natural for people to get excited <laughs> mm -hmm. because I'm genuinely excited. So it's it's really like a rule that I made for myself without even knowing that it was a thing until mm -hmm. I look back and go, well, why did that work? Why did that work? Why did that work? You know, when I got into hair, it worked because I was like, I could do your hair. Like every time somebody was like, I don't know, I could do it because I could do this, this and this. Because <laughs> I believe it. Like mm -hmm. I know it. I know this. I can help you. And so it's like, I just had the guts enough to actually ask, do you want my help? And I'm okay with the rejection. If you say no, it's cool. Cause it's a billion people that got here, <laughs> you know? So it's like, when I really realized that it's just a game of how many people can I talk to, mm -hmm. to get the thing that I, the number of people that say yes. So I always say you need nine no's to get one yes. Mm -hmm. Now, if I need five yeses today, how many no's do I need? Mm -hmm. So now I can make rejection fun because it's not real rejection. It's just, no, I don't want that opportunity. So I just realized like, oh, it doesn't matter what you're talking about. As long as you, and also based on your first question, everything is always based in service. Mm -hmm. Like any business opportunity, any motivation, any class, everything I do serves people. Mm -hmm. So it's naturally exciting because I love serving people. I'm wired to. I think most people are, but they don't know. But like <laughs> everything is wired and helping people. And then it's like, talk about what you're excited about. 
I'm not gonna try to study something I don't believe in ever. I'm not gonna try to tell you something I don't believe in ever. It's just boring. So now it's like, hey, wake up, talk to people. So I can turn anything into money just because <laughs> money exists it's in the earth. There's nobody, Jesus is not gonna rain down money. So you just need to understand that it's already here. Now, what am I gonna say? What am I gonna wrap into a container to attract the dollar? Real simple. Like, I don't know. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and it does. And it and it all really starts in the conversation that you're having with yourself. You know, like you said, you find yourself talking to yourself. Been there and done that. Um, it's funny that, you know, you used to do hair. I did too. It's just so funny that it's really? like a mirror. Yeah, so <laughs> grew up in the industry, my family and stuff. So I, I get it. Like I totally get it. And the conversations, it, it began behind the scene before you turn on the camera. You're talking to yourself. You motivate yourself, honey. Like today, mm-hmm. we're going to get up. We're going to get this done. I yes. don't feel like showing up, but I need to show up. I'm here. Yeah. Here. <laughs> but if we yeah. really could talk about why I don't want to be here, you know, we could. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, and I think that's half the battle is that sometimes people don't realize is that you show up because if you don't show up, who's going to show up for you? No one. Mm. You have to show up for yourself. And I've been there. I get it. Sometimes we don't feel like it, right? We're in a season in our life that we don't feel like showing up. But what if we don't get up and do our assignment for that day? Because mm. listen, I had people tell me, I was looking for you. I needed to hear, you. I just, I, I was looking for you, you know? And I was like, oh, that's stung, you know? And it's like, that's where, again, Holy Spirit, you have to have, you have to be connected more than you've ever been. This is just not a season to not be connected because you need to be able to hear. And also in general, if, if it wasn't, a, if, you know, right now it's a pandemic, but like if it wasn't happening, I just look at my life and I go, so many decisions I made not connected. You know what I'm saying? And thank God for grace. Thank God for covering, mm. you know, but it's like, I would be doing a whole lot of other stuff. Um, I will be further and I'm every, I don't believe that I've missed anything that God wants me to, you know, that to do right now, but like, man, I just made so many decisions without listening in my spirit. Like, okay, God, what do you feel about this? You know, because even this season right now, me doing this interview, I'm in a quiet season, but there are certain things I already knew. I can feel God is like, the enemy wants to make me be quiet like all the way. And it's not, and it's not my season to be quiet, even though death is present, even though at this time, you know, any given moment, my mom can pass. Yeah. Some people, if I was being regular human, it's like, and and I'm I'm not saying this so I get some superwoman award or so I look some type, please, 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 please. No one here that I believe you need to work even though you're grieving. I'm in a different level of grief than my other, than other people. Then, and also just, I know, I hear the Lord clearly, like you're still gonna be speaking my word. Mm-hmm. I may not do half, I've counseled a lot of stuff, but anything that that gives God glory and that, you know, that he wants me to do, it's like, he, it's like, I'm, 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 there's nothing I'm gonna do besides show up and say, okay, Lord, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's important. It's like being able to hear and listen because some conversations you don't need to have right now. And then other conversations you do, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so that's, you gotta be tapped in. I guess that's the point of that. It's like be tapped in because you don't want to burn yourself out. Mm-hmm. And I'm so blessed because the level of stuff that I, that I, you know, carry, um, it doesn't feel like it's on me. Mm-hmm. And that's God. Like, Oh God. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like sometimes you could be, I've gone through things and it felt like this. Yeah. You know, it just felt weighted and it felt like it was on me and it was like, how, how am I? And, and for me, I actually walk very free. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I know it's right there, like the weight, but I'm not carrying it. I feel right. like there's an angel walking around just carrying, mm-hmm. you got this, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And so like, I just think that, you know, be connected to God because you don't lose that nothing is ever lost when you're connected like that. But money, time, whatever, nothing's lost. At all. Time um, is, is very uh, precious and value. You know, we can make the money, all the money that we want to make, but the time that we get with our loved ones, mm-hmm. with our tribe is so important. Um, and I want to stay right there just for a minute and mm-hmm. ask you, because when I when I watch you with be with your, you know, of course I watch you with your tribe. But I really love when you show the time that you spend with your family. Mm-hmm. And I think I love that so much because I'm the same way. I love spending time with my family. Um, it's just so important to me <laughs> more mm-hmm. than anything. And, and when I watch you with your mom, she, she actually reminds me of my mother and mm-hmm. some of the things that you do when you sing to her. And then she would sing back with you when you take her to get a meal. Um, and I just enjoy watching that. And I watch it and I say, you know what? It reminds me of the scripture of Proverbs 31. Mm-hmm. Your mother and the way you speak about her and the things that you would share with us, even when you're not in the home with her, um, you would talk about her. What would you say that remind your mother, one thing, or maybe you want to share more than one. What would you say that your mother, uh, her impact on your life of where you are from where you started and where you are now, the most impact that uh, that she has shared and, and given to your life? My mother, it's like a P31 woman. Like she, and my earliest memory of my mom is, it just reminds me of those videos you see when they have those uh, homemaker type women mm-hmm. and the music is always like, and she's cute, but she's got, she's taking care of the home and she's tidying. That's my mama. My mama, like literally, you're going to get your education. Mm-hmm. You're going to walk out this house looking right and appropriate. You're going to speak properly. Mm-hmm. Like you are going to, she used to get on me all the time because I'm country, you know, and she would try to whoop the country out of me. And it's like, it's not going to work. <laughs> but like, um, like she is just so classy. She's a lady. You know what I mean? So it's like my mom, I, I, I feel for women who, who, they don't have a mom who like my mama was she's she reads i saw her reading and writing and studying and getting me up early she would braid my hair before school and then she would be watching like john hagee or kenneth Hagee, whichever one mm-hmm. joyce and you know benny hen and you know she was just always taking notes and doing hair and then she would go get me now go get your clothes together and then she'd go to the kitchen and get my daddy's lunch get her lunch you know set some order there and then she would go get dressed and come out looking like you know she always wore those like skirt and them suits, you know, uh, what's, mm-hmm. the, what's that? Name? Those tweed suits and stuff like I that. She just, she was so classy. And, mm-hmm. and you know, she's a pencil skirt. And, you know, even on Saturday, why are you dressed on Saturday? Like, that's not, it was, we used to make fun of her. Like, where are you going? Oh, like, no. you got a pencil skirt on a Saturday. But she just was like classy, you know? And so 
I just feel because she taught me how to be a lady. You know what I mean? Like, you know, how to keep a home, honey. She had me in the kitchen with her mm. and she just, you know, it was like when she couldn't make it home, she would be on the phone, like go in the kitchen, pull this out, put this on the stove, put it on this number. Don't mm -hmm. you forget. And if I get home and it's messed up, that's that tail. Like I'm about to get <laughs> You know, because she just had a, you, my husband's not coming home with no food on the stuff. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And so I'm so grateful because, honey, I ain't no wife yet, honey, but the kind of wife, you know, that I'm a bitch. So I think that, yes, um, you know, the kind of wife that was modeled, you know, as your mother was, my mother, she was the same way. I grew up in a traditional household. Mm -hmm. So I get it. Mm -hmm. You know I'm young. I tell people I have an old soul. Me too. <laughs> don't give like, you are 80 years old. <laughs> old soul, but yeah. I am. You know I give that modern twist. You know my my husband is uh, eight years, no, 12 years difference between us. And so mm -hmm. I would say, yeah, I'm married to Cougar. You know, <laughs> but but I do think that we should, you know, have those uh, principles in place. You know, I understand we're living in a world that women. You know, we can't stay home and bake all day and do all those things. But right. listen, take care of home, okay? When this model before you, it's just hard, you know, not to do those things. And so I am um, thankful that your mother did model those uh, yeah. everything before you. Like she showed you how to show up as a wife, as a mother. Right. I wake up, she be you be sleep, she be praying over you. Be like, what was going on? With the forehead grease again. <laughs> And then it's like, and at that time you didn't appreciate it, but shoot, mom was on something. Listen, knowing what I know now, I shall be doing the same thing for my children. <laughs> I would do anything to have my mother to just call me and pray. Mm -hmm. Okay. I miss those phone calls. I yeah. miss them. Yeah. Um, and so I do, I think it's important, but I, the reason why I also wanted to ask you quite a few questions about your mother, because the season that you're in, I think, you know, on your platforms, we get a lot of the, the videos that, you know, we know you go hard, you're going to grind it out. You, you're going to have the conversations and tell us, Hey, let's get to the money. Come on, let's yeah. get it, tribe, get, get it together. You're going to check us out, right? So I get it. We've seen that side, but I think you're you're in a season right now that's important for us to see that, hey, I may not feel like getting to the money today. Mm -hmm. I may not feel like it. I'm going through this on my personal in my personal life. I just mm -hmm. don't feel like today talking to the people. I don't feel like motivating anyone today because I need a word. Yeah. And I think we all um, feel like that in different seasons of, of our life. I'm just like you, you know, in doing grief of losing my mom, God told me, no, I need you to start back with that podcast. I need you to open your mouth and talk to the women about love and lead like a queen. It's more than get into the bag. Let's talk mm -hmm. about how to really lead like a queen and leading in your household, you know, yes. through the word of God. It's so mm -hmm. important that we don't yes. leave that out. Because he is the one to help us get to the bag. Facts. <laughs> big facts. Big, 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 big facts. He's the one that opened the doors for us. Yeah. I feel bad about all the years. It's funny when you said you saw ministry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I had so many people tell me that. And I'm like, I guess it looked like I was trying not to be like that. I was never in um, an energy of, I'm me. So I don't really trip on, you know what part of me I'm different I'm a I'm an artist so you know sometimes I'm quiet sometimes I'm loud sometimes I'm whatever like I'm just you know all over but um 
I never have been available to deny God or to act like, you know, like I always thought it was weird because sometimes I'll be live streaming, for example, and I, mm -hmm. I could feel tongues come up and mm -hmm. I'll be like, and I, and I, and I don't say anything because I was like, people are going to be thinking I'm weird because I never right. even was a person who I felt like they're gonna be like, well, how is she speaking in tongue? Cause I was, I was off the chain now, you know, I used to be going live, going off on people. <laughs> so, so it's just funny because, um, in this season, you know, like you said, and I'm not one to hide if I'm going through, um, and there is so much that I want to share because of my mother. Yeah. And there's so much of, I feel like I could open up a school just based on all the things I got. I could, I could take what my, what I saw my mom do and systemize it and put it into a train and just run a program about it. You know, they're going to be finding mm -hmm. money again, but like also, <laughs> and <laughs> I go, get also, and. <laughs> also, and I'm like, people got to get that because it's so important. And everything we did was about the Lord. It always, it don't matter if you was doing laundry. You know, you do it unto the Lord. You know what I'm saying? My mom, my mom led with God at the center. She wanted to have Bible studies after Bible study at church. We got to get home and have, we just had Bible study. Like, but and at the dinner table, we ate, she made sure we ate dinner together and we would talk about our day and we would talk about, well, this person, this character's wrong. This character's right. This is the way everything we did was based in the Lord. And so, um, I, it's one of the greatest gifts my mama could have gave me was God yeah you know what i mean mm -hmm. the best gift and i've watched your your father how he served her mm -hmm. as well um and we can't leave that out because yeah. we do need to see and I'm, I'm speaking for single women i haven't always been married right yeah. <laughs> and so we want to see more men serving serving their wife as well it go hand hand in hand right we can't be just serving yes. you wearing ourselves out and you're not doing anything but i've watched him you showed us behind the scene of him serving have you always witnessed your father serving your mother in that capacity yeah my friends say it to the point where they're like you just want a fairy tale because my parents because i'm all, they've been together 49 years and so my daddy is a protector you know what i mean mm -hmm. and so anything come around my mama way that ain't right he gonna get you gonna see by the sergeant you know what i mean like you're mm -hmm. not about to so he's just always been like but that's my baby you know they they just i mean they've been together since they was 20. Wow. so you just see what i see more so than anything is um is a friendship you know yeah they partners they like they rollies you know they just like always were together and so they did what worked for them you know i my mom loved she loves serving her husband yeah. you know and and daddy allowed like he would try to do things but mom like my mama needed you know how some people mm -hmm. they knew their love language i guess is what yeah. i'm saying like, mm -hmm. she needed him to be the manly man that come home and deal with the kids and whatever whatever mm -hmm. and she made sure the house was straight and so you just saw them working together i saw them trying different things together i saw them go through ups and downs financially and you know, and at the end of the day, daddy going to do whatever mama asked him to do, you know? Wow. So, you know, and she, he always say, she just, she got me wrapped around her finger or, you know, uh -huh. she can look at him a certain way. And he's like, Oh, like he just can't take it. So I definitely grew up seeing, you know, a relationship and, 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 um, doing things together, my just togetherness, you know? Um, yeah. So we just, it's ingrained in me. I can look at even my boyfriend now, 
he's very much like my dad. He's a mm. super protector. He walk around with pistols like my daddy do. <laughs> they gonna pray for you. And if you okay. get out of line, they might have to okay. pop. pop. You know? okay. right. <laughs> so, and he's a servant, he's a lover. My daddy, you know, when I think of, I, see, I'm going like this. Cause I just remember him taking the coat, you know, he would get the car warm in the morning. And then mm. whenever she would stand by the front door, he would get that coat, put his coat on, put her coat on, walk her to the car. So that's the kind of stuff I grew up seeing. So, you know, you look at these people these days, you'd be like, what is going on <laughs> in the dating world? <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on over there, but I don't want no parts of that. No parts. <laughs> it's like, I want a protector. And yes, I want somebody who we partner together. You know, I serve yeah. you, you serve me. So they definitely, um, they communicated, you know, they talked about what they didn't, didn't like, did or didn't like. And, you know, it's really cool to watch them, to look at us, you know, my brothers and, you know, my mom and dad and their life and, there is family is necessary and i'm so happy that i got to see you know a manly man and a, a girly girl you know um, and then they're instilling such a balance of love in us yeah so when the love of a family is modeled before you and it's ingrained in you it's so um easy for you to have conversations and to love on your tribe right mm -hmm. because yeah. you go hand in hand you can't show up in your in your business and you know be this woman this uh boss that you need to be and then when you go home you can't show up in the same way like i need you yes. to be who you are in whatever mm -hmm. environment that you're in right and, and you know, that's show us that great balance i take you know it's funny that you say that because i'm like oh i guess they do go hand in hand i think about what i hear people say about me sometimes i don't be listening that much but like <laughs> every now and then when somebody says like i can see somebody out and they'll be like you know, you really feel like my cousin or my whatever. Like it felt like a fam. They always related to a family member, and I'm like, because at the end of the day, I'm a family person. Mm -hmm. So like, if I saw your kids, I'm gonna love on them like they my cousins, mm -hmm. my nieces, my nephews, whatever. Because that's just what we do. Like I'm gonna love you like you my sister. Right. That, my family definitely is like that. If you came over right now, my daddy gonna be like, you hungry? Okay, no. so what's up? Like we gonna cook. We gonna. Mm -hmm. And so I prefer a tribe like that too because. You know, so I know some people be like, that is weird because you don't know the people or whatever, but I just feel like it's just easier to be who you are. And thank God, you know, we just country folk and we, <laughs> we have a good time. We love the Lord. Mm -hmm. We laugh and clown a lot. That's why I clown so I have you having to turn the clown down. Like, because we, my family is the ultimate jokesters. So everybody's always talking trash and always joking. So it'd be like, that's what we do. So yeah, it does. It, it makes sense what you just said. Like it trickles over to the it to the drive. Yeah, we. I remember uh, the night we went out to eat at the at the hotel. Mm -hmm. We clowned so bad at the table <laughs> with Lisa and who else? Derek and all them. You know, we. It's like it was just a family reunion, just family sitting at the table. We clown. Yep. Uh, we even quoted some scriptures. Look, we yes. got to get it all that night. Yeah. Look, you going around tasting a little bit of everybody's food. We like, hey, you want some? We passing around like it's me at the soul. Yes. You know, we passing around. But that's what family do. And I think it's important for every leader that is listening to us to make sure you get the foundations in your personal life together because it does show up in your business. You know, you yes, can't Lord. show up 
you know, all get all together over here in your business, it's going to, you know, reveal itself. The root of it will yep. reveal itself. So let's take care of home. Let's make sure that our personal space is good, that we're healthy and we're whole. And like Keisha said, you know, if you need to take a step back when you are going through a season in your life, take a step back, cancel some things on your schedule and learn mm-hmm. to, you know, say, hey, no, I need to take this because this is an assignment. And I yes. believe today was an assignment. So I thank you for having the conversation with me. Um, everyone that has listened to us, that watched this video, let's say a prayer for Lakeisha as she's going through this um, season in her life. I want you to go out and check out her YouTube, check her out on social media because she's, you know, she teaches, she's a speaker, but she, we want you to book her. Hold on, let me, let me put a plug right there. Go ahead and book her for the speaking engagement. She, she'll be back. Go ahead and book her. That's true. Um, but she will help you work on your content, whatever skill that you have. She will teach you. She's an awesome teacher. I have said in her, her classes before, I, you know, hey, I'm in there. I'm in the tribe, right? I'm I, sure that I check in with her and support her. And so mm-hmm. thank you. Is there anything that else that you would like to leave with the ladies that will be listening to us? Um, yeah. Let's see. I think that in this season, and just it, it's always going to be appropriate to um, faith is everything. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, as women, especially, you know, we think about leadership. Um, you can't be a leader without serving first, right? Mm-hmm. A real good leader knows all of the ways, all of the ins and outs of what that service is for the end client. And, you know, even be- being a leader, being able to serve others. But, you know, we can't do anything. We can't, it's impossible to please God without faith. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to have faith. And so, like you said earlier, there's always a conversation going on in your head. And to the degree that you can just, we can step outside of ourselves and listen to those thoughts and then judge them by God's thoughts, you know, and judge them by his way and judge them. So, so we, we won't be superwoman when we need to like chill out mm-hmm. or we'll be superwoman when God wants us to be superwoman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We got to stay plugged in and it all requires us to be women of faith. We have to believe and we have to Take the vision and only believe what God is showing us. And then, you know, and, and just making sure that our heart is really in tune and listening, you know, not just what I heard is what I'm constantly hearing, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. sometimes we can, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and it, and it, and that requires like your faith level because you cannot be a woman of faith. You can't be a boss and be a leader and be a queen and be all this without coming to some obstacles that determine whether you're going to be um somebody that lays down or you're going to rise up like a queen that, that opportunity notice i said opportunity mm-hmm. you can either say oh this is something bad and this is an obstacle or it's an opportunity for you to acquire that title that god wants you to have like you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's going to take faith and so just remembering that hey i need to always be hearing my father's voice how do i do that i stay in my word make the bible the first thing when you wake up the, the thing when you lay down keep your keep your stay in worship of the lord stay in reverence and honor and awe of your father like you know and when you stay in that position you will hear left right right when stuff is going on you can hear you can see ahead of time the lord will give you dreams he will give you more vision he will give you ideas he will give you an energy that you don't even know like i have an energy that doesn't make sense you know and it's from the lord because it's like you have to be like a child like just believe in what he said about you you know ladies you're listening and you know you think about this is leading like a queen you know it's like that means you got to believe with your daddy. 
upstairs said about you, right? Mm -hmm. You can't believe what so-and-so said or what some man said or what your mom or dad might've said or a friend. You can't believe that over what the Lord says about you. And that's gonna require you to have some faith, you know, and some courage. Mm -hmm. But the Bible says that he'll give us strength. He'll give us courage. He'll give us wisdom. So that's just my word is just be, seek to be a woman of faith, you know, and stay connected and be hearing and seeing and God will speak. And then we just gotta move. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely ladies remember you're a queen and when you're playing chess you can move any direction do you know your next move mm. are you listening mm. are you hearing from god what you need wait the way you need to move come on that's important yeah sometimes we be out here just moving we just be doing stuff we be busy they say booked and busy no yeah. that's not just be booked and busy that's mm -hmm. not what we need to be doing in this season and for yeah. Keisha we know that she had to pull back I'm in that season as well but we know you will be ready you're going to be moving forward you're going to be booked and you're going to be doing going forth in what God tell you to do because you're always listening so we mm -hmm. thank you thank you for the word today um we are praying for you. Thank you so much for your time. We know that it's valuable and we, we appreciate you for adding us to your to your schedule. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime, sis. Have me back anytime. Okay, well, y'all, you had you heard her. You heard her. She came back. You heard, did you hear it? <laughs> well, you listening. Recorded. I got you, sis. I thank you so much for this platform and everything that you're doing in your business. I, I honor you. I thank you. So yeah, thank you. Thank you. Well, y'all have it. We will see you next time on the next episode of Lovingly Like a Queen.